It is September 26th, and as of now, Strider is out for the regular season. Soroka is out until next year. And yes, Odorizzi is still hot garbage. However, our offense is showing signs of life again. Acuna is more consistently in the lineup now. Olsen is showing he can hit again after his day off, and we're still only one and a half games behind the Mets. I'm Griffin, and this is Sam to the other side, and this is Chopcast. Is it dramatic enough? It's quite, it's quite dramatic. I actually really like it. Yeah. And there's 10 seconds. All right, cool. There it is. All right. I'm going to sound it off with one of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello. Welcome to Chopcast again. Um, this is episode 36 or 7. It's you know, somewhere in the 30s. Getting um, up there. Yeah. But uh, Sam's back again after next week. Sam, where were you uh, this past weekend? What were you doing? Yeah, I was uh, I was in Miami, you know, having having a good old time. Got a uh, got to As you see, do. got yeah, got got out of New York for a second. A lot of fun and uh, didn't get too much sleep, but you know, here again and you know, stoked stoked to be here. Coming down like the the stretch, the final stretch of the season. It feels weird. I, I I don't know about you, but I feel like the season just started like a second ago. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just it's it's definitely crunch time. It's exciting times and. Yeah, just happy to be here. It definitely doesn't. Yeah, I would agree. It just kind of snuck up on us. Uh, yeah. I, I think the difference was last year. It it all turned around, like, uh, it all turned around the, the the last couple months or whatever, and then the Phillies and Mets just you know turned into a pile of garbage. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of. We did like we didn't technically win the series until uh, like the the second to second to last series of the year last mm. year, um, but mm. it was for the most part wrapped up. The Phillies were gonna have to do a bunch, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So you went to Miami with mm. the, you with a work trip. Um, what can you what can you tell us that won't incriminate yourself? You can I, be I, as vague I, as possible. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Um. Mm. Well, uh, I am kind of. I'm back up in Chattanooga for the week. Um. It's my parents went to Las Vegas and Zion. Um. Which is an interesting trip, but uh. They invited me out there, but um, I don't know. I, I I wasn't wasn't feeling a trip to Las Vegas and Zion with my parents. Um, that that but, is uh, that is a very interesting combination, Zion and Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really two two ends of the spectrum there. I don't I don't know how I'd feel about going on a trip like that either. Yeah, you got a. Uh, I would. Mm. Would you rather do Zion or Las Vegas first? Because I'm thinking of endurance. I Honestly, feel like I feel like I'd do Zion first. Like either way, you're gonna be tired. Though. Yeah, I mean, re- realistically, I, I think Zion first. I think capping it off in Vegas is the right call because then you're especially ready to go home at the end. Uh, like if if you're hitting the ground running with Las Vegas, you're gonna be pretty exhausted. Uh, 
also with the parents too that that's just that's a very tall task yeah well i'm also just thinking in general like uh, if you made if someone's done this trip before someone's Mm -hmm. gone to both these places before um but uh yeah this is this is um yeah, I, I was <laughs> gonna say something else. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna incriminate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm at home. I'm just watching the dogs. When my parents aren't around, they need infinitely more attention. And um, mm-hmm. like, I don't get. I get mad at the Braves, and I get mad at sports in general. When my parents are gone, I get mad at my dogs just like they won't they won't leave me alone but um yeah i'm uh i get lonely here mm. in a house out in a cow pasture uh yeah by myself um <laughs> i'll try to dox myself again like i did you i know. was gonna say like like, <laughs> like a few episodes ago I, was... <laughs> yeah. I am in a house somewhere in a cow pasture in chat in Around the Chattanooga area, um, the, gr- the greater m- metropolitan. Uh, yeah, people can people can look it up if they want to. Um, but yeah, so um, we're gonna make today like a kind of shorter episode because I mean, honestly, I mean, th- there's not a whole ton new that has changed since we talked last week. Everything is about the same, other than strider being out and like soroka is technically big news but i don't think i mean i don't think anybody was counting on him to be back and Mm. like what's what's your impression of uh him not being back until next year yeah i mean like it i don't want to say i i don't want to say i like didn't expect it but it would have been kind of wild to get Soroka back at the end of the season and just kind of throw him out there. Because uh, there's also a really good chance that he just, like, falls on his face or, like, doesn't perform as well as people were expecting. You know, he was he was an absolute stud in 2019 and for most of the 2020 season before he, you know, had the Achilles injury. Uh, and I, I don't know, I, at least personally, like, I see the name Mike Soroka and my first instinct is, like, oh, he's a dog, like, total ace. And I would expect him to hit the mound and just be an absolute stud. But there's a part of me that thinks like we do have a semi-established uh, rotation at this point. I think the tail end is kind of not great, you know, with Odorizzi, but we've mm-hmm. talked about it a few things. And like, realistically, when it comes to playoff time, all you really need is four like solid starters. And I don't think Odorizzi is really going to play. I mean, maybe in like a game six or something, but uh, I think he's going to be like the, Basically, the Drew Smiley to the postseason. Last exactly. Year. He'll, he'll 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 do like a four through six run or something, and just try to keep the runs to a minimum. But he's not starting. Um, Soroka is also just a gamble in that sense. You never know how he's going to perform. Like after so much time away, um, yeah. and honestly, just like give him, you know, give him give him the time. Like let him let him come back strong. Uh, I I am in. I feel like it's also one of those things where we haven't had him all season and things have relatively been fine. Like, obviously I think if you do have him full strength, the, the race with the Mets is a little closer, but it's, I mean, we're still only what, like one, 1.5 games back and yeah, one and a half. Yeah. We're, we're doing well against the nationals right now. I don't want to jinx it, but, uh, Oh yeah. We just, uh, scored two more runs. So it's five zero. That's good. Um, what happened there? 
Um, looks like I think we had a man on first and third with no outs. They did a pitching change, and then um, looks like yeah, Olsen hit a sack fly. Um, Ozuna just doubled to deep center, so that's not six zero. Um, and then I think there might have been an error or something because it says uh, official score um, ruling is still pending. But yeah, we're up six zero on them now. So this uh, this 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 race is definitely kind of the headline in, in MLB right now, and it's it's exciting. And I, I just wouldn't want to fuck with that too much <laughs> by by throwing in a Soroka. But I, I guess I'm you know I digress. Yeah, I I I, I like. Uh... Can you turn on your echo cancellation too? Yeah, um, let me hold on. Uh, it says it can't be changed while recording. Oh, uh, well, uh, let's go with it then. But all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't counting on him being back. Like, I, I had, a, I had a little hope. Um, back in like August, when he was just getting the AAA, I was like, if he can run through AAA in like two weeks. And mm-hmm. he's still got like three weeks to work in the regular season at least. And then maybe maybe he can come back. Um, but he had like, I think his first start in AAA was really rough. Um, but uh, after that, he kind of settled in more. But it was just at that point. And, and now, like with the injury, we don't really know how. It, like it doesn't really seem like a severe injury from what you know has been said about it. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, coming back from the injury that he had is just so difficult mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. You know, rupturing your Achilles is one of the worst things you can do to your legs. Um, and just, you know, is a type of injury that, like, can permanently kind like kind of disable somebody or just, you know, change the way that they walk even. Um mm-hmm. And the fact that it happened to his, like, his planning foot, too, is really tough. Um, we've talked about it on here before that it's, you know, if this happened to Strider, that, like, almost ruins him. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to get your full speed back, really. Um, or at least you're going to be really tentative about doing that. Um, but Soroka throws no much light doesn't throw anything faster than like 93 already um Mm -hmm. so it should be a little easier in that respect it's still not easy for sure but Mm -hmm. um seeing as how we kind of you know rushed acuna back to the the big leagues with you know him tearing an acl and his recovery time for that was like way quicker than it usually is for some people like some people are out for up to two years for something like that, um, mm-hmm. and he was back in like less than a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think. I mean, it was what like early July, early July, late June when it happened, and then he came back in like late early. April, early May. Yeah, it was early May, I think. So yeah. less than a year. Um, yeah. And he's obviously not been 100% uh, mm-hmm. the whole yeah, year. I, I, I was going to say, I, I feel like even that was a little rushed as well. Yeah. So, so you just, I mean, you just don't want to fuck around with this type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. The difference with him, with Acuna versus Soroka, is like Acuna was much more needed than just in terms of a presence and his production and whatever, which, you know, he's not been the same this year, but he's starting to get better again. 
he's like kind of had these flashes of looking like himself, but he's becoming more consistent, but he's still like, you know, in and out of the lineup, but he's been in the lineup the last two nights in a row. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want Soroka to come back as, you know, as healthy as he possibly can and bringing him in. And it's not even like a situation for like some young dude who like, you like Strider last year hadn't pitched in the MLB before. And then all of a sudden he's up, uh, just for the postseason. Um, and which obviously we didn't know how good he was going to be then. We knew he was going to be like decent. Um, but that's still different because he's been healthy and he's still like been pitching regularly and he's in the, like the rhythm of things versus Soroka who hasn't pitched in the MLB for the last two years. Um, like a little more, like it's been two years and a m- almost two months since he's pitched wow. in the MLB, which is crazy to think about. Wow. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even piece that together. I mean, obviously it's been two years, but I didn't even think about it like for a yeah. second. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, I, I, we, we've talked about this for a little longer than we should just because, you know, it's not going to happen. And it's definitely, I definitely think it's for the best is basically what I'm trying to say. Because um, you don't want to like throw him in there and then, you know, risk injury, especially too. And then he's like out for longer or just having to deal with that over the off season. But then there's also the mental thing there that could stem from the injury or just like if he gets you know, hit around a bunch um, or put into too high of a leverage of a situation, like, and just screws with his head, Mm -hmm. then he's not going to come back next year as strong. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we got what we got in terms of starting pitching at this point, which, except for Strider being out for the regular season, is really unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And hopefully we can power through that, but it definitely makes things, it's just another little notch to make things a little bit harder. And and it's frustrating too, because I think, I think when we all got the notification that he was going to be out for like a week or so, I think pretty much everyone thought, oh, it's just, you know, the coaches are keeping him out. They don't want him like pitching. So now, so he can be in the Mets rotation, et cetera. But I don't know. Yeah. This might be like actually an injury, which would fucking suck, uh, especially for a guy that's gonna need Tommy John in like a year or so. I mean, it's really <laughs> just like let let let's be honest here. Uh, yeah, I was ugh, whatever. Yeah, I mean that that's what I was thinking too. Is like oh, they're just mm-hmm. holding him for the Mets series, but uh, yeah, I mean I, it it's his oblique, so it's kind of like you know the the Chris Martin injury mm. or whatever so hopefully it doesn't flare up during the postseason when we need it mm. and then we lose to the cardinals um, <laughs> oh, that, i just i just got like wartime flashbacks to that fucking <laughs> mike fulton fulton like just blow up start what was it like 10 11 runs in the first inning something like that and then it happened again the next year against the dodgers but we were just like oh that's that's normal that's yeah exactly no that that was that was the worst part about that game was i i didn't feel anything i'm like all right yeah just move on to the next one which we also won the first two games so it was like Mm -hmm. it was like oh they were gonna win one anyways it's fine 
Um, yeah. And Christian Pache got a home run. It's like, oh, yay. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, he, I'm pretty sure he, like, uh, that might, I might be thinking about Camargo, but one of them, like, pimped a home run in that Dodgers series when we were down by, like, five or six runs. Or, I don't know. It's besides the point. That's just, that, that, these, all these It wasn't memories. Camargo. Camargo oh. did not get a hit, like, in 2020. Yeah, so I guess it might have been Pache, but, uh, yeah, the, there's the. Uh, I'm glad we won the World Series last year because that was just one of the most painful series. Uh, yeah, I used to go uh, back and like I still like the. Some some people like criticize me about this or just don't like it when I put it on a TV or whatever. But I like to go look back at like the 2020 highlights like mm-hmm. that were good. Like I mm-hmm. watched Game One, Game Two, and Game Four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I want to like go Bryce, like the Bryce Wilson start. To, yeah, yeah. which is just absolutely ridiculous. Like yeah. what he was able to do and looking at how terrible he is now. Yeah. Um, but then also like game five when Minner had nine or seven strikeouts, mm-hmm. um, which we lost because mm-hmm. it was the Will Smith versus Will Smith Homer. Um, oh, but we're, we're going we're going down. Down a rabbit hole right now, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, it definitely makes it a little more difficult, um, because you know, thinking about the Mets series, optimally, you know, you want Freed, Wright, and Strider in that, um, but now it's got to be Freed, Wright, and Morton. Which, like, you know, Morton's a big you know, clutch game guy and whatever, but he's been not good recently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That game against the last game that we won, the series against the Phillies, um, he got blown up for, what, like, six runs? Yeah, it, it was it was runs. just, like, classic Charlie Morton where we go up by a run and then he gives up two and then we go up by another run and he gives up. I think he gave up five or six. Not, yeah. Not a game. No. He, uh, I mean, his typical regular season start is pretty predictable. Where, mm-hmm. or, like, when he's doing, when he's consistent, when he's like just you know average Charlie Morton, it's like mm-hmm. he's gonna give up two homers, and it's mm-hmm. basically just it just depends on how many people are on base when those homers happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, he, that's also, his performances I, I, are. It's like he he he'll, he you're right like he'll give up a home run or two, and then he just falls apart during the third time through the order, like every time every time he's still out there when like the you know first man up comes back around for that third time I know it's just start it's just gonna start going downhill it's just a matter of how bad it is, uh, yeah. yeah and it's just... very reliant on like how his curveball is because that's his main mm-hmm. pitch by far. Um... Which, I mean, he can throw, like, 95, 96 with uh, the four-seamer. But, like, mm. um, it's, I, I mean, the curveball is, is his main pitch. But uh, if he's not locating it or he doesn't have enough spin on it, um, people just crush it. And that's usually mm. how they get, like, they get the home runs anyways. Or, like, uh, just curveballs that they kind of got lucky on or were hung. Um, mm. And they just don't miss it. But yeah, I mean, I, so the kind of skipping ahead right now, but just, just for a glance, like looking at the Mets series ahead, technically the Mets have not 
um, organized or like declared their rotation or like the, their starters for that series in order, but they know that it's going to be some mixture of Bassett, DeGrom, and Scherzer, mm-hmm. um, which is the predicted order right now is Bassett, DeGrom, Scherzer. So it's Freed, Bassett, Wright, DeGrom, Morton, Scherzer. Um, which if you're looking at the best stuff produced by those guys, like, which is, you know, obviously not going to happen for all of them, but I we only, you know, have the advantage in one of those matchups. Other than, mm-hmm. like, the Mets typically don't give DeGrom and Scherzer very good run support. So there's that at least. Yeah. Uh, and DeGrom did get blown up by the A's. By fucking A's. Yeah. Which that's Love the first it. time in his career that he's given up at least four earned runs in the first inning. Mm. To the A's. To the A's. So. Ho- hopefully someone's cooking there because that would be incredibly ideal. I, yeah. I also saw... Um, I don't know if this is like gonna happen, but I think it might rain during the series. Like I think Atlanta is yeah, like, of the, like a thunderstorm or something. Yeah. The hurricane. Yeah. Um yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh 70% chance, 80% chance, and then 60% chance respectively. So uh, another like another kind of caveat with this is what happens if the series gets delayed. You know, like do they play it up in New yeah, York, no, I, which obviously gives them a fair advantage. Do they, they find a middle ground? Uh, I don't think they'd play it in New York. Um, they'd still play it in Atlanta, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. it's just like, when would those games take place? Yeah. Because the postseason is supposed to start the day after the regular season ends. Hmm. Because of, you know, the, the lockout pushing it back. Um, I'm yeah. having so many voice cracks right now, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. That 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 is going to be tricky. Um, I think they're just honestly they they're gonna have to play them, and if one day is really bad, then they might make it into a double header, which would give me so much anxiety. Like just yeah, that would be fucking miserable. Because yeah. it's like whoever the hot team is that day is probably gonna win both. Mm. Um, I I do wonder um, if they do it at like a neutral site, like in Washington or, or something like that, just like kind of in the middle, like familiar place. Uh, but then again, there you'd have to get around like who's playing in what stadium at what time. That just seems like a logistical nightmare. Also, not to mention the Sunday night game is like the nationally broadcasted one. Yeah. So, well, I mean, uh, the the games were scheduled for Atlanta, so it's still gonna be Atlanta. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the the games are going to be, you know, like really important regardless. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, they, Atlanta has an unfair advantage of it being in Atlanta. It's still going to be mm-hmm. in Atlanta um, mm-hmm. because they're regular season scheduled games. But it's just, you know, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But yeah. And then, well, I guess, you know, I was just about to say that they would apply to Miami for the series after as well. But they have a. You know, a retractable dome that's usually mm-hmm. sealed up, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, I. We'll come back to that in a second. Um, I just want to kind of glance over the rest of the 
the, the other stuff we had in the schedule before that and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, uh, so every time this, since June 1st, basically, or since Michael Harris kind of started this trend, um, whenever we got to an offensive low, which we haven't lost more than three games in a row this year. Um, and so it's, and that's happened very few and far between as well, like ha- losing three in a row. Um, but it seems like after that happens, we have some spark, something that ignites us, some person or event or whatever, and then, you know, keeps going, like gets us back on the, in the rhythm of things. Um, that was Ozzy when we needed him. And then that instantly gotten taken away. And it's like, we got the breath, you know, the wind knocked out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were kind of back to just middling, if not just completely sucking. Um, in that, the Philly series that we swept them, I, we talked about this a little bit last week, but like, we didn't, we didn't hit that well. Like we mm-hmm. scored more runs than they did, but it was really our pitching that kept us in the game. We got seven runs in the first game, but I went to that game. We didn't. Sc- we were. It was one to two. We were losing one to two in the eighth inning. Um, mm. We scored all six of those runs in the eighth <laughs> inning because the Phillies bullpen and the Phillies defense are both absolute ass. Yeah, um, they're terrible, terrible. And then the next several games, it was four, five, five, three, three, one, and then nine and six. Um, mm. But so, yeah, that's just was very un Atlanta. And usually, you know, it's guys that are pitching really well if we're if that's happening to us but we're able to meet meet it back with really good pitching um and i think we've only been shut out like four maybe five times this season we got shut out by the phillies by ranger suarez who i mean he's decent but like not that not Mm. shut out against one of the best offensive teams or at least the whole year and then the last game against washington um, Bryce Elder had another good start, but then it didn't matter. Um, which some people blame Jesse Chavez for giving up the two-run homer, which like yeah he did, but you can't really win many ball games if you only score two runs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we got we had like no hits for the first four innings against Paulo Espino, who was a like kind of a failed starter, who like they said on the broadcast his last handful of starts or whatever he was only coming out of the pen and working less than an inning and this Mm -hmm. was the first time he'd pitched more than one inning in like the last month um and came out and was basically shutting us out for the longest time um first game in philly blanked next game in philly won and odorizzi instantly gives us no chance in that game Mm -hmm. um but which we'll talk about him right after this, right after this. Um, but uh, the best thing to happen. So after the second Phillies loss, once we'd lost three in a row, I like I was upset. But like I, I really just started to come to terms with things, especially when I saw that they sat Matt. Like, in my head, that was something I was like, please, I don't want to see him bat anymore. But then once I saw it, I was like, I just didn't think it was something that Snit was going to do. And I was like, oh, we yeah. really are just playing for the wild card now at this point. Which yeah, first it, it, disappointed me. 
But then I was like, maybe this is for the best. Maybe we just need to focus on the wild card and whatever. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's been, that's been like in the back of everyone's head too. Like the, the mental debate of, you know, it's so back and forth and like, I mean, is the wild card this year just one game or is it a three game series? How are they doing it? Three game series. Um, Okay. Okay. So, which is good that like, in terms of inclusion, including more teams into the playoffs and, you you know, Mm. it's, more represent a little more representative of like who is the better team of these two teams Mm -hmm. but um and it does put more emphasis in a way on the regular season having a better record because if you still win your division like last year we would have been in the wild card even though we won our division because we had the third best record of the teams that won their division Mm -hmm. um but it's also it makes your path a lot harder which i talked about this with will last last week um but like i know a lot of things can happen in baseball and uh, it just it's a much more finicky sport than others and just anything can happen and it really at the postseason it's just whoever the hottest team is mm-hmm. um and like you can go into the nlcs and not really have your guys set up and you just have to kind of scrounge like and, or and like for us, like when we went in the postseason and we had two starting pitchers in 2020 um, with Freed and Anderson, and then after that it was like oh, no, no idea, just anyone, whoever, um, yeah. But um, and then even having to throw Tucker Davidson in the World Series, like random, you know, weird stuff happens that you can't can't plan for until it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just it makes you know. Theoretically, you could have your number four guy going against, like, the number one guy of the best team in the NL. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, you, you, you get some weird, like, finicky pitching matchups, too. It's always exciting to watch, but remember last year, like, uh, Scherzer pitched, like, he, he was like a closer against the Giants in one game and stuff. Uh, I guess it's besides the point, but, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I guess, like, so you have the 1v4, uh, theoretically, in that first game, but then that would mean in the next game you would have your 1 versus their 2 and then, then t- your 2 versus their 3. So maybe it evens out. We'll see. Um, just how it goes this first year. But mm. um, anyway, I was really accepting it, and I was, like, just super pessimistic about things, but also just trying to, like, deal with it on the front end like a georgia Mm -hmm. sports fan typically does and you know try to prepare myself for the worst um even though we already experienced the best last year it just it's such a relative feeling um but i was even talking with a couple people on instagram and i was like yeah maybe i i just started i was like i feel like this is karma for last year where you know, last year we sucked until August 1st, weren't above 500, get hot, and then we don't, we're not the best team of last year, all the whole year through, but we just happen to be the hottest team mm-hmm. at the end, which is, you know, when it matters, but still. Um, and then now, we have the best record in baseball since June 1st, 
I don't know if that still stands with the Dodgers winning as many games as they have, but still like yeah, top <laughs> two or three. Um, and then it's like, now we're feeling the opposite side of that where we get to the postseason and then just get taken out in the first round after looking like the best team all year. Um, but then DeGrom blew up against the A's and we won. And then that was just instantly those, those thoughts were ripped away from me. Like I, I was talking to one of my friends from Georgia about it. And I was like, we both thought the same thing, which was like, we, we like we just got closed up and we're like, we're okay. If we mm-hmm. lose in the first round of the postseason, it's fine. Like we can deal with it. And then that happened and we're like, we're not okay with this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> like we're really, we, we, we don't want this to happen. Um, yeah. and, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely still going to be difficult to win the division at this point. Um, mm. and yeah, I don't know. We're, we're basically going to have to win. If we want a really good shot, we're going to have to win eight out of nine of our last nine games. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Cause also the, the Mets have, uh, outside of us, I mean, I guess we only play the Marlins and the Nats too, so it's like kind of similar. But yeah, yeah they're they, just playing the Nats. Yeah, they play the 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 Marlins for two in New York, and they're gonna rope them. They're like, they're yeah, gonna it's, it's gonna be ugly. More than likely. Um, and then um, they play the Nats, I think, in DC after, which. Never know what can happen with them. They're still kind of like a scrappy team that, ha- you know, they, they feel like they're trying to prove something. And it's like a lot of people on that team weren't on the team to start the year, and they just kind of want to show their value. So maybe they, we can get to them somehow. Mm-hmm. Or they can or they can get to the Mets somehow. Um, yeah, also, like, the the lower teams and divisions that get beaten up all year, like, love to play spoiler at the end of the season, too. Like that, that, I feel like that's yeah. usually the storyline as well. So, I mean, it could well happen to us as well. Like, you know, yeah. it goes both ways, but there's always I mean, that hope too. We got to play at Miami and like, it doesn't scare me on the front end, but looking at it now, um, the planned starters are Elder versus Lizardo and Elder carves up the Marlins. Um, so, mm. I mean, I'm confident in that one. Um, the second one, we don't have a plan. It's probably going to be Mueller, would be my yeah. guess. And then the last game, as of right now, is Odorizzi versus Sandy Alcantara. <laughs> That's like... That, it's, a 4-10 it's so, it, game, too. It's technically know, a day game. Yeah, which is already like... We, we know how the Braves are during day games. That's so unfortunate too, because sometimes you could get like a hero or something, like, just some fucking random ass like guy pulled up from AAA, like a Bryce Elder or Kyle Muller in that last game, shove. But I mean, we know what's gonna happen. Odorizzi's gonna let up like four Solaire home runs or something like that, and yeah, like, all right, I mean, whatever. Typically, after he's had a really awful start, he has a good one. But he's also slated to start this series. Which is not awesome. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> just the pattern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just, oh, my God. God, I, I, I love Will Smith. I miss him so much <laughs> after Jay Coder, is he? How, how, like, quick aside, how how has Will Smith been doing on the Astros? I been oh, he's been doing really so. well. He's been doing uh, really well. <laughs> I think he's literally given up, like, two or three runs since he's been there. Oh, my God. Yeah, he... <laughs> He's pitched. Uh, he's pitched in twenty-two games and has six earned runs. That's not bad. that's not bad at all. Oh my god, that's like basically giving up two runs every eight innings. Assuming assuming he's only pitching one inning per game, which I don't think is the case either. Um, well, honestly, I'm kind of happy for him. You know, that's that's good. That's good to hear. Um, obviously, it sucks, but yeah, he's he's doing he's killing it. It's fucked. Yeah looked like he just needed a change of scenery and I, maybe yeah. the losing the closing role affected him a little bit but yeah can't do anything about it now get you know deal with jake odorizzi while he's here mm-hmm. and get some form of value out of out of him even though there's not much um there's not much that is true but um yeah let, let we're one and a half games back we really I mean, we obviously, like, if we lose the series to the Mets, it's over. Um, mm-hmm. If we win two out of three, it's going to be really close. If we win all of them, we have a very good shot. Um, mm-hmm. We probably, I mean, we probably win if we win all three of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, just, I mean, we can't fuck up in Washington. We need to win all of these games. Um I don't know. I, I uh, got to get going here in a minute, so we're going to qu- quickly go through these these fan questions. Um, and the reason I need to go is definitely not both for a phone call and to poop. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you can right. do them at the same time. I, I might do them, so yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might, yeah. I might, might eat on the toilet, too. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Um, a three first. Yeah, just get all of those things done at once. <laughs> you uh, kill three birds with one stone. <laughs> three birds with one poop. Exactly. Um, all right, let's hear it. Okay, Nick Hafer and Hector Marino both ask, it's a popular question, why is Odorizzi pitching in a must-win series? <laughs> the, there's a very easy answer for this, and it's very unfortunate, but it's true. There is no other option. Because mm-hmm. you can't do a bullpen game. Strider's out. You need those three top guys to be playing against the Mets. And, you, like, you can't use your bullpen very, you know, heavily because you're, they're going to be worked to death in that Mets series more than likely unless those guys yeah. just ball out completely. So do you have anything else to add? I mean, I feel like that. No, no, you, you covered You literally covered all the bases there. <laughs> I, I don't like think I don't think any, anybody wants to see this, and I, I don't even think – I genuinely don't think that Snit wants to see it either, but it just – it has to happen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have the, the ability to do it. It would probably be Charlie Morton in there, which honestly at this point is not too much better. Um, mm-hmm. um, Brett Roper asks, do we win the East honestly? That's yeah. I think that's a fantastic question. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll I, leave I, the I, answer up to uh, up to uh, October fifth. Exactly. I think October fifth will answer that question. 
don't know. We, we will we will know for sure. I, I mean, but like to to realistically answer that question, I think it's way more realistic right now than it was even like five days ago. Yeah. I'd agree um, with that. Even though we've still know, like yeah. we've been at one and a half for the last week, I do think it is more realistic at this point because we've stuck there. Yeah, and like we're beating up on the Nats right now. I guess we'll be a game back, assuming we yeah. win this game. And it's really just gonna come down to the Mets series. Like I feel like we've it's it's been in the back of our heads the whole time. But if we take two out of three against the Mets and things progress as they are right now, there's a decent chance. Like there's a very, very decent chance. I if if we if we if we take two out of three against the Mets, I'd give us a very good chance of winning. Um, if we sweep them, I'd, I think we win. I think we win the division. But it's yeah. it's just going to come down to that. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell asks, "Will Ozzy's return ignite the squad?" I'm guessing he means in the postseason. Um, yeah, I I think that's just purely dependent on when he's able to come back. Because I don't, it, yeah. like, the, the quote was saying, like, deep into the postseason. So, yeah. I think he's just going to be an added feature. I don't think he's going to mm-hmm. ignite anything. Yeah, I um, mean, maybe, like, from, like, a dugout perspective, yeah. But, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I, I think that's that's what the biggest oh. thing we can have for right now is see. Yeah. All right, last question. Ethan Rojas says, what happens now with Don Mattingly, Don Mattingly after being fired by the Marlins? He'll probably manage somewhere else. He's a good manager. I don't really understand that whole... I, I feel like he just got frustrated with them, and they were frustrated with him, even though they didn't really give him very much. So he's going to go manage somewhere else. Maybe the White Sox. That might be a Yeah, there's a very, a very good chance. I mean, he's a tenured manager. He'll, he'll land somewhere, and that's. I think that's all you can really say about it. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully soon be a game back of uh, the Mets. And, um, yeah, I, this is the end of the episode. This is definitely not because I have to go poop right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll right, see yeah. all next week, hopefully with very, you know, happy feelings. If not, then it'll be a, it'll be a rough episode, but we'll see. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. See